Hello, family and friends. I'm honored to have with me today Pastor Alan Bailey, and he and his wife April uh, are pastoring the Gathering Church in Jasper, Alabama, and have 10 children. Yes. What a blessing, and I understand all in the ministry or, uh, or, the military. or in the military. So yes. praise God and thank them for our service, too. And ironically enough, we were joking earlier today, I was in Jasper, Indiana, just this morning, recording a podcast with an evangelist, and now we're talking about Jasper, Alabama. Alabama. So <laughs> praise God. Well, let's pray. Father, we come hungry today. Father, speak through Pastor Allen what you have for us today. We, we're so ready to receive, Father. We come ready and hungry. And we choose to apply this message to our lives to be a greater blessing to the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, Pastor, if you wouldn't mind starting out today, maybe just give a little bit of your testimony sure. about where you came from. I'd appreciate it. Sure. For me, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up in church. So for me, this is just a, a wonderful thing to look back on from time to time. I was a professional musician and uh, I played I played drums and sang. And we were actually, we had done very, very well. And I was two weeks from a record deal. Wow. And uh, we were about to go on a club tour with the band. If I mentioned the band, you would know who it was. Wow. And I was at work one day, and my wife calls. And she said, I feel like you're supposed to go to church with me tonight. Which is funny, because I've, I've been to church maybe five times in my life. Wow. And so then she called me back, and it, it was this was before cell phones. So this is all pay phones, right? Okay. So she would call back, and they would chase me down and get me back on the phone again. And she said, no, the, the Lord is talking to me. You're supposed to go to church with me tonight, which I thought was funny. Wow. You know, so God talks to you, <laughs> which was my response. So you're telling me God talks to you. And she's like, no, I'm, I really believe you're supposed to go. Now, the funny thing is, on the inside of that, that kind of, it, it angered me. You know, that it just started churning up that demonic activity. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I tell you what, I'm going to go to church, and I'm going to go to church and prove to you that your God is powerless. Wow. Those were my words. So when I got off at work, I went home and didn't change clothes. So I go, you know, at the time, you got to understand, I'm a professional musician, so long hair. Uh, I smell like pot because I've been smoking pot all day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, lots of things. So we get in the car, we go to church, and it's a Perry Stone camp meeting in Adamsville, Alabama. Wow. Now, understand, the, the few times that I did go to church, it was a Baptist church. So this, this whole move of the Holy Spirit, Pentecostal thing, I, I'd never been around in my life. Mm -hmm. So we get in there, and we sit down, and she sits next to me, and all of a sudden, all her prayer group ladies come in, and they all sit around, because they know if somebody comes to talk to me or embarrasses me or upsets me, I'm going to leave. So that it's almost like they barricaded me in with people who pray. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and we go through the whole service, and it's lively, of course it is. Mm -hmm. And and you know, but as a musician, first time I've been in church with live music, so it was very interesting to me. So I sat through the whole service, and you know what little bit I remember as far as the preaching goes was he talked about God using broken vessels, and my wife grabbed my hand and she started talking to me, and she said, I, "The Lord is telling me." You know, and she started saying a few things that I was dealing with that there's no way she knew because I hadn't shared those things with her. Wow. And it was around that time that they gave the altar call for salvation. Now, this is where it gets funny because I, I had been Baptist enough to know how to go up to the front okay. and receive. Mm -hmm. 
So I go up, now back to how I looked, right? So I've got the Metallica Kill em All t-shirt on, you know, the earrings, the hair. Nobody wants to talk, nobody wants to pray with me. So you have all these people lined up at the front, and I'm the guy standing there in the middle that nobody will lead to Jesus because everybody's scared to talk to me. And this this precious old man, he, he had to be 150 years old. I mean, he, he saw me, and he just he just it took him a long time to make his way to me, but he got to me, and and. He said, what do you want? And I said, I have no idea. I don't know. And and he, he led me in the sinner's prayer. So I thought, okay, I'm done. So I'm going to go sit down. But but he held me. He's like, no, you got to stay up here. You know, I had no idea that there was going to be more. And uh, so then the altar service, the, the prayer service starts. And and this is where it gets it, it really, um, it's comical now, but it wasn't comical then. Because uh, Brother Perry is coming down and he's ministering to everybody, you know, one on one. And when he gets to me, you know, I'm still I've, I've I've said the sinner's prayer. So in, in my mind, okay, I'm now changing my life. I have accepted what you're teaching me. I accept Jesus, mm-hmm. but I'm not renewed at all. Yeah. And so when he gets there, he puts the microphone in my face and the camera in my face, and he says, "What did God do for you tonight?" Well, in my unrenewed mind and, and just still heathenistic way of thinking, I'm thinking this guy just wants my money. This oh. guy just, he's trying to use me as a prop, you wow. know. And I started cussing him out in front of 500 people with a hot microphone oh, wow. in this church. Adamsville Church of God, they, they still, I mean, everybody remembers. <laughs> and and I'm saying some really nasty things and I'm poking him in his chest and, and I'm really nasty. And he didn't let the ushers take me out. He didn't. He didn't deal with it in any way other than he took a step back, and with all the love, I remember his eyes. I remember the love in his eyes, and he said, "What do you want?" Same thing the other guy said, and I was poking him in, poking him in his chest, and I said, "If your God can do anything, let him do it to me." I don't remember me coming out of my mouth, and nobody laid hands on me, but my wife said that I fell like a, a timber. And just fell on the floor. Nobody caught me. No, nobody. I just hit the ground. And I don't remember a thing for over an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. Now, I do remember spiritual things. I remember being, it's almost like I could hear, now I know it was like heavenly music. There's smells that I could smell. There was the anointing I could sense. But at that point, I didn't know what those things were. And when I finally came back to my senses, I say, yeah. The church was empty, completely empty. My wife was sitting on the front row. The lights were off. And there was one usher at the back with his keys, shaking his keys because he was ready to go home. And I got up from that floor. And from that moment, I've never done drugs, never smoked, never drank. Everything in my life changed from that point forward. Wow. And the only thing I knew was that I had encountered something bigger than me. And that that was the moment that I realized, okay, whatever this is, I want to I want to give it away. I want to make sure people know what this is. Yeah. And that's what opened the door up for me to to begin in this lifestyle of recovery ministry and redemption ministry that yeah. we we focus on. And you went to church with uh, zero expectation. Well, I was I was expecting it to be negative. Right. Yeah. The expectation <laughs> was negative. But yeah, zero expectation for anything good. Wow. To happen. And your wife, she had been born again years prior to that? I or? think my wife was born saved. 
<laughs> but now she she had been through some things, but she's always looked to God. She her father, her, I'm sorry, her grandfather was a minister, okay. and she she had a she had a baseline and a lifestyle of Christianity. Wow. And she, and it was real Christianity. She really lived it. And for the ladies out there listening, maybe their husband doesn't know Jesus. How did her approach? What would you recommend that was was beneficial in her approach, just in life and and inviting you? You know, I'm glad you asked that question because her her approach at first was always correcting me. Okay. You know, uh, it, well, if if you would just get right, if you would just get your heart right, if you would just listen to the, it was corrected. But then she switched. She she got to where she would just pray for me privately and show me Jesus publicly. She would just love me. She would just care. And the correction stopped. But in loving me, it really made me pay attention to how she, she carried herself. Wow. And that, that made all the difference. Oh, it really did. Praise God. Well, I can't wait for day two here. If you would, Pastor, pray for our listeners. Absolutely. Please. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you, number one, that, that you saved me. And Lord, you, you sent Jesus not just for me, but for everybody that gets to hear this and everybody on this planet, Lord. I ask you right now just to minister to anyone who is hearing this, even the person who was where I was at, they have no positive expectation. But Lord, you can do something amazing even right now. You can deliver people. You can change their complete life. You can change everything for their future. And Father, I simply pray that if they hear anything out of this podcast tonight, that they hear that you love them, you care for them, and that it is your hope that their life is better, and that's what you want for them, and you can make it happen at any moment when they surrender to you, Lord. So I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your anointing and your grace, and I thank you that people are receiving it from you now in Jesus' name. Amen. We can't wait for day two. And folks, if you want to contact Pastor Bailey, you can do so at gatheringchurch.life. Yes. We sure do love you all, folks, and please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.